And this is my ghost story. The origin of my name, the origin of my wisdom, the origin of me, the revelation of who I am. About 15 years ago, I was diagnosed with high blood pressure, diabetes, lost my old gallbladder, I was in the hospital for almost a month. I knew there was something desperately wrong with my life. I was just, you know, just going on, going on, and something was wrong. When I got out of the hospital, I convalesced with my big sister. I went on a low-fat, low-sugar, low-salt diet, lost 40 pounds almost immediately, and I've never taken insulin, but I still was diagnosed with diabetes. I went on a search. I called it an internal walkabout to try and figure out who I was, where I belonged in this universe. And I did something I'd never done before. I went on the internet and I looked on YouTube and I found these people that called themselves hypnodoms. And they were using hypnosis and they were using uh, audio tapes. And I listened to one and fell in love with her for about three months. And then she seems too much the same, so I, I moved on through another person. And everything they had after six months was free. And they had a lot of free content. And I enjoyed their content, liked their content. But they had some things about being a girl, so I stayed away from that. That was not comfortable. Other things I explored. New aspects of myself. Deeper understandings of who I was. And the world around me. And so I still liked her, but I wanted something more. So I went to another and another and explored. And both these people had things about being a girl. They called feminization, but I stayed away from those because I wasn't comfortable with that. But other things they taught me, and I learned more about my soul and more about my soul, and I dug deeper into who I was. And then finally I came to the fourth person in my menagerie of wonderful hypnodoms that I know. And this person, something just clicked. I trusted this person. I liked this person. This person had a, uh, had a session called Svelte. And I listened to it and no idea what it was about. No idea what, even what the word meant. But I listened and they asked me if I do something. I said yes. And they said, okay, you just agreed to exercise for 20 minutes a day. And you know what? I still do that. My yoga in the morning is it more than 20 minutes since then I have. So seriously, I take this. I was going through, going through the syllabus, spending a week on each session, just letting them sink in deeply to my soul until I got to this one session called Mirror, Mirror. I was fasting and celibate at that time. When I listened to this audio session, this woman took me and pulled me into a mirror. And when she did, she turned me into a woman. When that happened, I looked deep into my own soul and I saw this little seed and the husk fell away. And I got to see the little seed inside of me, the essence of my soul, the essence of my being was female. A little girl in a closet, hidden, chained, gagged, put stuff down, ignored, was there. And she is me. And like a little stone falling into the water, I saw ripples going in all directions. I saw how all things had brought me to this point where I could finally realize who I really was. And at that moment, I dedicated myself to become the best woman I could be. At that time, I had no friends that were lesbian or gay, let alone I never even heard the word trans or, or, or non-binary. I didn't know those words. I just knew one thing, I was a girl. And I had the challenge how I identified myself. I didn't know there was any famous or infamous, I didn't know anything. But I knew I had to change how I identified myself. So I said, I am her, I am me, I am she. And that was my first mantra. I called myself these things. 
And then I went back to the other people I had learned to like and trust, and I went into the things they called feminization. And I, I trusted them, I liked them, and I went over their material, and I fed my female soul. Whatever my little girl liked, I gave her. She liked Barbie, I gave her Barbie. She liked Tokidoki, I gave her Tokidoki. And I became stronger, and the woman in me became stronger and loved every minute of it. Like, like a square peg in a round hole, my life, I just didn't fit. My body didn't fit, my relationship didn't fit, my, my life didn't fit. But when I realized I was female, all of a sudden, there was a round peg in a round hole, and something just fit, and oh my God, there was so much joy in my life. There is so much joy in my life, being the woman I was always intended to be. So I went through the women that I'd already known, and I came to that first person I'd met that had everything three after six months, and they had this little session called Power of the Name. It was a little guided meditation taking me from your male to your female name. For the first time, I really seriously thought, what should my female name be? And this is my thought process. I said, you know, there was a girl. When I was 14, I had a crush on her. She was 14 years old, and she was a good-looking 14-year-old. And I had a crush on her. And her name was Sandy. She lived on the other side of the track. She didn't know me. I didn't know her. We never talked. We never dated. We never kissed. We never definitely had sex. But that person was my first crush. One more second, I jumped in the other thought. The only person I've ever asked to marry me in my life, that was another Sandy. I was in this church where you didn't even date unless you already planned on getting married. I was 18. She was 24. She was a nurse. Bonus points for being a nurse. And she had such a powerful spirit, powerful, positive, loving spirit. If I had to live with another person, I wanted to live with her. So I asked her, would you marry me? And of course she laughed. <laughs> she said, no. And that's okay, because love's not about me getting what I want. It's about what's best for the person that I love. And so that's why I chose the name Sandy. As soon as I chose the name Sandy, I told both of my sisters. Little sister Cindy, big sister Sue. And they both said, you know what? If you're happy, I'm happy. I've got a new sister. And they rejoiced that I had a new sister. My little sister taught me makeup. My big sister taught me how to sew. And they both said, don't tell mom and dad. They're too old. They will not understand. They just won't understand. And so I didn't tell mom. I didn't tell dad. But I, told, I did tell my friends at work. I did tell the internet. I did call myself Sandy. I changed my email address. Now I'm Dandelion Girl. 1957, and I told everyone I was Sandy. But I wanted to tell my mom. Now, my sister lived by my mom, and she brought this jewelry my mom had made, and she gave some to my little sister, but she gave a couple to me, and I loved them. I rocked them. I made them look so beautiful, and I wanted to tell my mom how much I loved her creativity while she was still alive. But I didn't, because my sister said, don't. A little while later, I was talking with my brother. And my brother goes, who's this Sandy on the internet? I went, mm, that's me. So I, my brother used to beat me up when I was young because I wasn't like the other kids on the block. But that's not because he hated me. I knew he loved me, but I didn't know if he'd accept me or not. But I said, I'm a girl. And my brother goes, don't expect me to like it. But I always knew there was something different about you. Now, later on, after I legally changed my name, when I visited my brother in his little hometown, he took me to all the little shops, introduced me, has his sister, Sandy, from Cleveland. My God, my brother does love me and accept me as the woman I am. Now, if my brother can handle this, 
My mom should be able to handle this. I knew there was a chance she wouldn't. I knew there maybe she wouldn't, but I was pretty sure she would. So I call her mom. I say, hey, mom, guess what? You got a daughter. Daughter, and it's me. I'm your daughter, Sandy. And the very first thing my mom says is, I always knew there was something different about you. Mothers know these things. What? What? I was 51 years old before I figured anything out, and you knew? You knew? My goodness, my gracious, Ma. I didn't say that, but I did think it. But here it is. My mom accepts me as her adopted daughter. My mom accepts me as the woman I've become. My mom freely gave me jewelry and purses and scarves. And she calls me her adopted daughter. So on October 26, 2017, I legally changed my name to Sandy Alice. But why Alice? Well, I thought about it a couple minutes or a couple days or a couple weeks, actually. And I chose the name Alice because that's my grandmother's name. She always had time for us kids. She always had a story. She always made us pancakes. She loved her grandkids. And we loved her. And so I honor all women in the world and the women in my family line by taking the name Alice. Sandy Alice. And so October 26, 2017, I changed my name. And now I'm free. Now I'm who I've always intended to be. Now I present myself to the whole world as full female, 24-7, 365, nothing less. And a month and a half after I legally changed my name, I was talking with my mom. And my mom goes, do you know, there might be another reason why you chose the name Sandy. I go, why is that, mom? She goes, did you know that Alice, your grandmother, had 10 kids, not nine? One of them only lived three and a half days, and her name was Sandra Ann. What? 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 How many things have to weave together in this universe for that to happen? I'm telling you, folks, the world is woven together in mystical, magical ways that are beyond comprehension. I didn't plan this. I didn't arrange it. But someone arranged it for me. Now I'm deeply connected to my aunt, who only lived three days. When I was 61 and having fun, when I went on my first kayak ride, when I wore my first wedding dress, when I was in a fashion show with that wedding dress, walking down a runway, when I went to my first prom as a chaperone, I felt her with me. When I told my psychologist, the biggest regret I have is that I've never born a woman, woman, I've never born a child. Dear God, I don't have the equipment, but still, that's my biggest regret. That I never bore one. I'm 63. And my psychologist, those are your feelings. Accept your feelings, and I do. That's my biggest regret. But it makes sense, because I'm not alone. See, I believe in a five-dimensional rainbow that connects us to everyone we love and has loved us, that our hearts have touched with love, and time is not an issue, space is not an issue. They're irrelevant. Because we're connected with love. And I'm connected deeply to my aunt. And also now, a million of you. So, this is Sandy's ghost story. This is a story of the universe working together in mystical, magical ways. This is the story of someone who's learned that they are female in their soul and their spirit and is constantly fighting to transform their body to match their soul. I thank you for all your help. I thank you for all your attention. Remember, I am Dandelion Girl 1957 everywhere you look. Now on Anchor 2.com, Instagram, TikTok. 
I'm Dandelion Girl 1957. Follow me and spread love through the world. And let your love roar!